Welcome back to the Content Warning World Fighting Championship Content Warning saying it twice just to get it out there. In this corner we have all of the dirty words and the fucks and the shits and the swears that we are going to say. And in this corner we have the penis talk. So, in case you haven't noticed by the fact that I said all of those already, we will be having various dirty conversations and probably swearing a lot. Ready? And fight! Hey there, Balooniacs, it's Aeronauts, Zach and Tyler here. What you're about to listen to is essentially an after show to the fights that we've been doing. Basically, after every fight, we've been just having a conversation between the three of us. What we actually think would happen outside of the kind of realms of the, the competition we set up. And we thought we would release these to you as... I guess, I don't know, kind of bonus content and also desperately giving us room to record more episodes so we can be ahead of schedule for the first time in 2023. Yes. So, yeah. Welcome to the after show. I hope you enjoy. Okay, Max, so we forgot to tell you this part. We're doing a after show bit of each one where instead of worrying about the arguments, we're just kind of hashing it out. Yeah. I am... I was really expecting Wolverine plot armor to be used in a much more significant way than it was <laughs> to be honest with you here like, like I know Dr. Druid has the telepathy stuff where he can like confuse people but I wasn't going to let that fully affect Wolverine because it's Wolverine because it's Wolverine traditionally it hasn't it's one of those things where I was very much hinging even bringing that up on the fact that the most famous current Wolverine storyline is all hinged upon the fact that he fell for an illusion yeah but in fairness Mark Miller sucks goats I'm to quote Warren Ellis, and like that story shouldn't like, work. Like actually, <laughs> okay. So Mark Miller, allegedly, okay. So <laughs> allegedly, Mark Miller is the creator of uh, Marvel Civil War, Kick gotcha. Ass, yada yada yada. Gotcha. He wrote during Civil War. There was a bunch of crossover comics of they would show like the character, and then underneath it would say like Spider Man, uh, a Civil War crossover event, and all of the covers look the same. Warren Ellis was writing a book called Next Wave Agents of Hate and he made a Civil War crossover cover even, or, I mean, Stuart Immerman made the cover, but even though it was not, and it said not part of the Civil War comics event, and it showed the characters of Next Wave protesting with signs up saying stuff like, we don't care, and Mark Miller sucks goats. <laughs> and I really don't like Mark Miller's writing style, so I like to add that in. Sure. But, in the comic he's talking about Mysterio, the fishbold moron that fights Spider-Man a lot, tricks Wolverine into murdering all of the X-Men by making them look like... The Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, basically. Yes. Which, that shouldn't be possible at no, all. No, it shouldn't. Like, his animal senses should be fucking uh, able to pick up that they're other humans. Because he has, like... That, that, like, they are who they are. Plus, Mysterio is super good at his job, but that was still, a uh, like... Are you fucking kidding me right like, now? I mean, he's super good at his fucking job, but I feel like that's, like... I can imagine Wolverine hurting one of them and then realizing, this is fake? Yeah. But one. not killing not, all of them. Not all of them. <laughs> at some point, you're like, this doesn't feel right. <laughs> anyway, but I felt no, like I had to come hard because I had Druid. Yeah, no, you're <laughs> yeah. absolutely right. I just thought it was funny. I was like, 
Jesus, we have never argued like this. Oh, I also, uh, I realized in this one that I really, I hate debating. I'm not a fan of the format. You have been having trouble with this the entire season. Oh, yes, uh. I have. I do want to say, though, in the, if it, since it's a fair fight, Druid probably would have came prepared knowing, like, this is what Wolverine can do. And that'd be the only reason he'd stay alive. I wouldn't say he's ever going to beat quote-unquote Wolverine, because I don't think Druid could ever kill Wolverine. But, like, I'm just going to hold you there and leave type of thing. See, the th argument that I didn't bring, because, you know, I wasn't part of this, was, like, I think Druid's ego, which destroys him every freaking time, time. Oh, it's his biggest probably would have led to problems here. It didn't come up in the conversation, so it didn't I also matter, but... The, uh, here's the other thing that would have done Druid under. If, if it wouldn't have been... I was about to say, if it wasn't Wolfie and if it was Dakin using his pheromones instead, because <laughs> Druid's a horny motherfucker. Yeah, they would have just banged. Well, he would have died, but... <laughs> yeah, but Dakin still probably would have banged him first. Horny Wolverine, I was not joking. Yeah. Or at least he'd think he did. It's just <laughs> interesting to me because most of the Doctor Druid stuff I've read, other than his run of the Secret Defenders, where he didn't do most of his wild powers, he was mostly manipulating people, is in his early Avengers stuff before he gets full-on... Yeah, before he gets mind-controlled, so he's just a normal dick. <laughs> Bef but before he gets the full-on, like, magical powers, and he's mostly like, I'm at peak human condition, I can spar the Black Knight, and it not was. admit to myself that the Black Knight's kind of taking it easy on me, <laughs> <laughs> and I can manipulate people and kind of fool them a little bit. So, like, I was thinking of that level of Dr. Druid and was like, you're gonna get stabbed in the face! <laughs> yeah. But if you take later on Druid where he's actually operating as shitty Dr. Strange, as opposed to, like slightly affected bureaucrats. Psychiatrists were treated like villains for years. Um, <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah, it, it's a much different... I thought the most fascinating thing was going back and taking a look at it and realizing that Dr. Druid is six foot five, 310 pounds. He's a big boy. Really? Yeah. He's a big guy. He is definitely not depicted like that in the most recent comic I read, no, which he's was uh, Dr. Strange, Surgeon Supreme that he was in. Right, that yeah, was... he's kind of a small, normal-looking guy. Yeah, that's what... Well, Doctor Strange is seven foot something. Yeah. There is something wild about and like Well, let's I'm, Wolvie is usually drawn to be more like six one, even though his stated height is like five four or five six. Post Hugh Jackman. Mm -hmm. Back in the day he was always tiny. tiny. And it's what he should be. And they tried to make Hugh Jackman not as clearly taller than everyone. But it's Hugh Jackman. But it's Hugh Jackman. And yeah. Hugh Jackman was Oh, great, Logan. Like, yes. all credit to him. He did a very good job. But I want Jared Kiso, apparently. And I didn't know I wanted that until you pointed out that he's, like, 5'6". He's 5'9". Close enough. Yeah. He's a full six inches shorter than Hugh Jackman. <laughs> I think a fully powered Doctor Strange, and this is the problem that we've had with any magic character that's come up in this. Fully powered Doctor Strange, you're right. Not Doctor Strange. Doctor Druid. <laughs> Because he's the backup Sorcerer Supreme. Who was originally called Doctor Strange. When he first appeared, before when it was before Marvel even launched, it was Atlas Comics, he was called Doctor Strange, and then they brought him back years later, because Stanley's like, hey, what happened to that bald psychic detective guy we came up with? Let's use him again. <laughs> it turns out I just have, I am a sucker for asshole wizards, so I can hate them, but also like their story arcs. Because, you know, the reason we started Nerd Island is because I wanted to know about Doctor Strange, and I hate on him constantly. <laughs> you do. And Dr. You hate Druid. on him more than you do Dr. Druid, which is... Because he died. 
You only can hate a man so much when he gets lit on fire by the son of Satan and left in a dumpster. He's pretty much the rock bottom at that point. Yeah, bud. <laughs> Stephen Strange can't even die properly. Now he's the Grim Reaper. <laughs> like, he's cheating. It's really good, though. I know, it's really good. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think technically, but I think that if it ever came up in a comic book, plot armor would win the day. Yeah, oh, absolutely. They would totally be like, oh, he adamantium... We can't have Druid beat Wolfie. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just as a company mandate. There will be riots. <laughs> it was all a ploy, so Wolverine could fuck Jean Grey for some reason. Oh, yeah? Gross. Yeah. I've always hated that. Good for them, I, I guess. I hate the idea. I don't have a don't problem worry, with him having a... <laughs> he just can't see it. I don't have a problem He's with him it. having a crush on Jean or an attraction. I always thought that was kind of fun. But the moment that she, like, really returned it, I was like, eh, I'm out. I'm... Eh. Yeah. I just don't think it works. But I also am a big Cyclops fan. And that's Cyclops almost as rare as a Dr. Druid fan. Actually, like it's Cyclops. not, because there's at least ten of us. But Has Wolfie ever hooked up with Madeline Pryor? I don't think so. Not yet. She was too busy banging havoc. Has Wolfie ever hooked up with Scott? I'd watch that. Because they should. <laughs> Learn a new things about Mac today. Um, oh, boy. There have been some implications that the uh, romantic... That the love triangle was a much more complete triangle at In the more times. recent stuff. Because they, I like it. They were joking on going on vacation together, and like one of the arguments was Gene and a Speedo, and then Scott's like, Scott and a Speedo. And they like clicked... I don't know. Like, it it was that way that you didn't have to be like, those two are totally fucking, but you could, like... It's like, well, friend, and... Best friend vibes. Because there's all sorts of, like, documents that provide weird exposition throughout, like, the, the Krakoa era, basically due to Hickman's influence, because Hickman really... loves doing that sort of thing. You see, like, a blueprint of their, like, living layout, and... <laughs> They definitely have connected doors. Yeah. Uh, Scott's on one side, Wolfie's on the other, and they're like the only rooms that have connected doors to the middle door of Jean. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And I mean, they straight up... Okay, she is definitely in a relationship with Scott in that series. Yes. Not... But there's definitely a few points where she's in the hot tub sitting on Logan's lap facing him. Like... Yes, they, they are... Scott and Jean are married... And so is uh, Wolverine. He's just there. He's their third. They seem to be dropping this more. They do. Yes. Yes. I like, agree. It, it seems to be getting abandoned as Hickman left. I think because they quickly realized that it's problematic. Not even no, because more power. I don't think it's problematic. More power to anyone who wants to have a thruple. It sounds stressful to me, but it I know people who uh, are happy in them. It, the problem is, it could be problematic depending on who's writing it. Though. It could be problematic depending on who's writing it. And the problem is, if Gene and Wolverine actually hook up, there's no interesting storytelling in that, as far as I'm concerned. That's fair. I just don't see any fun plot points that really arrive out of that. There's like, no there's no need for it. It's just a thing that happens because she deserves it. It was And a, so does Scott. It was a friggin' in passing thing. And Wolfie after getting his ass beat by Druid. Yeah. In a, in a Claremont <laughs> story of like he buys her flowers while she's like recovering having become the Phoenix and like sees other people are there and throws the flowers away so no one will see and it's supposed to be like a brief one sided crush not to be mentioned again and other artists just got obsessed with it. As they do. In the same way that in, like, X-Men, I think it's, like, five or six, literally every other member of the original X-Men 
implies that there have thought pro bubbles of being in love with Jean, including Professor X. <laughs> Sweet. She's a teenager in that one. That's... No, I don't like that at all. Neither did they. They didn't mention it again until the mid-90s when they revealed it as one of Professor X's darker impulses that led to the creation of the Onslaught Entity, which was just his evilness mixed with Magneto's evil thoughts. And dope armor. And dope armor. So fucking Professor, Professor X being a creepo pedo made a fucking... <laughs> fucking... It's better not to think about it, but yes... Oh, God, I With hate dope it. armor. With dope armor. Yeah. With dope armor. The idea of... I hate it more The now. idea of Onslaught is that he is every dark impulse in Professor X's brain mixed with, like, Magneto's darker side into one psychic entity. Sounds messy. Oh, I've seen the armor. We've talked about it. And, you know, I guess you can kind of get away with it. Uh, I mean, in the Thought Bubble, he's like, the woman I love. I'm like, shut the fuck up, <laughs> Charles. I could see as far as being like, she's cute. Moving onwards. And the next thing, yeah. Uh, just because we brought it up, I agree. There's as much as I love the story, like parts of Miller's writing on Old Man Logan do not make any sense. But the ongoing Old Man Logan that came out of that, that Miller was not writing on, also has some of my favorite art in all of comics. That, well, that's like Andrea Sorrentino, and that's mm -hmm. supposed to be really good. Also, Miller's writing is really fun if you don't pay any attention to the choices he makes. Because they're like, Wait, what? Because you do get super cool things in that story, yep. like a uh, Venom symbiote bonded to a T-Rex. That is... That one sounds of, amazing. Uh, Steve McNiven is the artist, and it is one of the greatest splash pages ever created. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right. I think we're good here. Sweet. Sweet. Well, that's it for today, folks. We're taking off. But before we go, we'd like to remind you to hit subscribe and check out all of our sister shows at earverm.com. That is E-A-R-V-V-Y-R-M.com. Other ways to get in touch with and follow us will be in the show notes. As always, we want to give a special thanks to our editor, Stephen Gady, and to Ian Ford for our theme song, Tracks. Until next time, I'm Tyler. And I'm Zach. Up, up, and away. Up, up, and away.